Hello and welcome to the Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, Great Podcaster Cali, and I'd like to welcome you once again to this massive, massive manga library. And usually I'm recording with Tomi's lover, but today I'm recording with Drew because we've got something big to talk about, don't we, Drew? Uh, yeah, we do. We definitely do. Very, very big. Uh, how are you doing? Before we get started, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Is is that in reference to like the material or? Yes, yes. Just making sure that you are that you are well enough to do this. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Yeah, this is definitely one where it's um, I'm you know just saving a little bit of grace here. Um, I love this manga. I think it's one of the best. I'm probably never gonna read it again, and I think that's like a general consensus around a lot of the the the, the readers. Um. But like I'll go back now and then like revisit it. But like a full set through, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it'd have to be a couple chapters every year for me. And I find it hard to recommend it to people, um, because you do kind of have to be like, "Hey, you doing all right? Kind of want to be. You want to make sure you're in a good headspace before you start reading this, because uh, it's intense." Yeah, I love the fact that we we're checking up on each other several times as we were reading the manga. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. My, my mistake was I, I was treating this like, uh, um, like a marathon. Oh, what's, what's the, what's the phrase? Binge. I, I was, I was binging it. Yeah. Cause it was, cause it was great, but, um, boy was, was I exhausting my, um, my, my emotional capacities. Uh, it, it felt like a marathon As... when it didn't have to be. When it didn't have to be, because because you know I was kind of pushing myself to read it because I want to know what happened next, and it was just one thing after another. I was like, oh god, I I, I really should have taken a break, but something kept pulling me back in. And I read this about a year ago, in the start of like 2022. So whenever you asked me if you wanted to, if I wanted to do an episode on this, I was like, oh boy. Yeah, I'll I'll do it, and I'll read back and see how much I remember. And it is crazy because even though I hopped back into it and I did separate from the story for like a year proper, um, the rawness of it still felt fresh. Like it was because I started in one of the like heavier chapters just to like kind of get reacquainted. Um, but it, it was shocking just how fresh it all felt coming back into it despite being separated for so long and mm-hmm. i don't know there's something special about that before we get into it we should probably even though it's in the title we know what they're clicking on but we're talking about oyasumi poon poon or good night poon poon which is written by Inio asano and it's a 14 volume manga that revolves around this young boy who turns into a man as the story progresses name Punpun Onodera, who has a suicidal mother and a violent alcoholic father who is soon detached from the story, and an uncle who he he's an uncle, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so the the this the story does not start out great. I mean, let's be honest, it's it shows adolescence in a very strange way, 
being that Poon Poon, he's he's a kind child. Initially, he's he's naive. He doesn't understand the ways of the world, which most children don't. But you can tell that there's something wrong from the get go, kind of. In that yeah. his 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 kindness, he's kind of seeing it as a weakness. And you see that in one his choice of crushes, because his first crush had moved away, and she wasn't particularly the nicest child. And then he meets Aiko, who transfers to a school, and he calls it love at first sight. And I don't know about you, but that that just that that just rung a red alarm for me. Oh, why why did it ring a red alarm? That to me is the sign of somebody looking to latch on to something good, at least what they think is good, and. That can be dangerous for several reasons. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if, if everyone who shows you the just the simplest sign of kindness, of course, isn't the love of your life, but that is the closest thing to something genuine and pure from that first meeting that Poon Poon has had in his 11 years of being alive up to that point. Mm-hmm. But 11 years is plenty of time to do a lot of damage, and you can tell from his home life that a lot of damage has been done. Yeah, the foundation was rotten beforehand. Right. Yeah, and then you that, have that a... on like the larger, uh, one, one of like the macro themes or through lines that the story carries, where it's like, um, you know, a lot of stories do this too, but um, how cyclical a lot of this is, because near the end... We're, are we just going to be like jumping around and stuff? That's how I do everything. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, cuz at the end, you know, when Yuichi gets um when 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 the child is born, um it's another little little little, little bird. Mm-hmm. The cycle continues. Um and obviously the the cynical like take would be like, oh, it's just, nothing's really changed, uh, but I I see it more as like the same circumstances, same challenges are going to arise. This affects so many different people. Um, we just got a just slightly worse story and more uh, deteriorated family from the beginning. But yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I forgot to say that his uncle's name is Yuichi, who is the guy who. Did you like Yuichi? At, at the, I was kind of rooting for him a little bit at the beginning. Then you get to his flashback and stuff, and like that's. I feel like that applies to a lot of characters. Yeah, there there aren't that many good people in Poon Poon, but in a in a very odd way, it makes you question what really is good. If that makes sense, like is mm-hmm. like good is subjective because everyone really is kind of out for themselves which i don't think is necessarily a bad thing it's just that when other people come into their lives Mm. they happen to get hurt in 
what can be seen in several cases as self-preservation, just self-preservation going mm-hmm. to an extreme. Yeah, and you, you definitely see that with Poon Poon with uh, a lot of the uh, horrific things that he does later on. He, he really doesn't see um, the 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 people he inflicts pain and like abuse to. He doesn't really see them as a person, and that's something you see common with um, with abusers or people that come from abuse, right? Yeah, and you know sometimes abused people do attract abused people. Um, and, and it's really nasty in these young ages too, because like a lot of this trauma can really stunt your growth mm-hmm. and that just leaves a gate open for further pain and for, for terrible, terrible choices. Um, but also like there's a weird, so I know you asked if I was all right to do this episode and you know I am relatively speaking, but one of the things is um, as, as cause, cause I think a piece of art is, important in the time being but also just as important as it sits with you and how you kind of carry those thoughts forward and one thing that i've noticed is that this series is a bit more on some level it's a bit more comforting than i would have given it credit for because obviously like your first read through it will be pretty bleak will be pretty rough uh, and heavy and like again you do recommend you warn people about some of these things or at least let them know, like if they don't want spoilers, let them know that um, that it is a rough ride and they, they should be in a good spot for it. Because um, I, I, especially like in, um, I think for me it was like volume three, but it might have been like five and six. There's a really really rough moment, um, something that happens to Poon Poon. Um, that really that really had a huge effect on me. Um, that that was probably the roughest ride. Um, but but one thing I, w- I do say that um. It is nice to know that this is a, a Japanese manga, and so a lot of these feelings, a lot of these moments of like self isolation, guilt, abuse, rough family lives. Like it's on some levels comforting to know that these are shared experiences, and that people who go through this and people in your lives that may resemble other characters in the story, like it's not crazy for them to be in your life, like um. Because you know th- there is pain, there is familial trauma, and and you in a lot of moments you just kind of gotta live with it. Like a lot of people can't really run away from it, right? And I, I feel like a lot of media doesn't really grapple with that idea. And like um and like, like the thing I said mentioned earlier, if I can just bring it up, you know, Poon Poon is assaulted, he is raped in one of these episodes, or sorry, in one of the chapters, and like later on, it's like brought up but in like a very subtle way like you each basically said he talks to um his his wife told him that you know this is in a moment where you was like lost because he likes to leave and he's very suicidal and that puts a lot of pressure on his wife and from that um it led to her doing something incredibly monstrous and that the story never really comments on it further she admits to telling uh to telling um Yuichi about it and Yuichi tells Poon Poon that you know he knows it happened but he was 16 and the way that she framed it made probably made it sound like it was more consensual than it was and it probably resulted of like oh he's a young boy this is probably what he likes and stuff and it's just it's horrific and nothing it doesn't really get commented on further it's just something that has to live and it's one of the myriad of ways where it like 
ties into how Poon Poon just this he has this awful idea about like how intimacy and, and intimacy and like sex and relationships work and it's it's just a constant barrage like, like uh, that that um being raped by midori is like one of the defining moments of that but like there's other things too that feed into it and i'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring it back to you because i've been talking for a bit i'm sorry no you're good the uh, what, what you were saying about you, you said something that i I agree with, but for a slightly different reason. You you said that you yeah. found it comforting. This well, going back and reading this manga. The word, but, well, um... well, I my, my, the thing is, I agree with you. I agree with you that I also find it comforting, but for probably a worse reason. I I relate to Poon Poon on a lot of levels with a lot of things that I have said and done in my past, things that I am, I've tried to work on, things that I am actively still working on but mm-hmm. as I was reading through Oyasumi Poon Poon I just kept thinking wow, I used to be and probably still am a terrible person and we talked about this, you and I, and I expressed these concerns with you because, you know, you're, you're my best friend and I, I felt really bad. And we, you kind of put me back on the earth and you said, you know, these are things that a lot of people go through. It doesn't necessarily make you a bad person, especially since you're trying to work through them. But I mean, yeah. the... And- Go ahead. Um, well, I mean, like, and also, like, a lot of these are, like, feelings or thoughts. They're not actions. I think that's the biggest difference. Like, so much of my sympathy for Pun Pun, like, almost exits and, like, completely fizzles whenever he does something monstrous. Because, um, cause, you know, I, I, I've struggled with um, with my relationship with my father, and a big part of that struggle is, like, uh, well, there's a lot, but... um. One one thing that really impacted our relationship was the fact that uh, a lot a lot of his relationship with his father and his family of like informed a lot of our informed a lot of our experiences together, and you know without getting into specifics and things, um, he it was it's, it's really hard to discern like his actions from his experiences, but like at, but like you know there's at some point it's, it's kind of impossible to draw draw a line or try to make distinctions because like at some point it, it, they, they become your actions and you can't really excuse your way out of it right and I, I, see, I, and I see that with a lot of people who know they've been abused or who know that they've gone through something like a, like a tremendous traumatic event um, and you see this in Pun Pun too like when, whenever um he goes on the date with uh, uh, that, that that high schooler. I forget their name. The one that she goes to, like her sister's uh, gallery, or like um, like her. Um, her yeah, it was, it was her sister's art gallery. Yeah, yeah, um, and like the date's going terrible. Um, like before when they met, they were both like I think like at karaoke with friends or other high schoolers. They weren't really vibing, so they like they both went outside and they started talking, and then you know they 
they planned a date and Poon was like excited and he was like projecting so much onto it like it was gonna go like this gonna go like that and we're gonna kiss and stuff like that and you know really like unprecedented levels of high expectations which is you know normal for a kid going on the first date to do and then none of it goes his way and near the end he almost forced or he, he does he tries to force his like a kiss on her near the end after she says well i think i'm gonna go home now and like that is such a god i lost my train of thought uh, he, the, oh, the the what leads him to act on that is if i remember correctly this moment of i've been through so much shit i've been going through so much i've been waiting for this i'm gonna at least have this right it's so selfish it's so terrible and it's something that i, I think a lot of people who have gone through from not, not saying everyone of course i'm not trying to make generalizations but like he does try to like explain it to himself that he deserves it that he's owed this at the very least right and then after she like pushes him off and she's like what the fuck's wrong with you she and like she leaves he starts panicking he realizes what he done and the first thing that comes to his mind is oh this is gonna fuck up my social life or like this oh this is gonna fuck up people's like perception of me which a lot of people don't really have one of him to begin with yeah because he's usually relatively socially isolated by that point i think he has a few people who he talks to because like you said he did go to karaoke i'm pretty sure you're right about that but the older yeah. poon poon gets the more isolated he becomes this at this point too um i think they've moved a bit this is mom's mm -hmm. been in and out of the hospital mm -hmm. they get like a new place to live in because i think like an uncle or something dies anyway but at this point his like main childhood group of friends are gone right have that they're living their own lives. They've moved. One of them moves early on that comes back later. And I, I think it's such a brilliant way to close out the story. But it, it's it's rough. He, he doesn't have any outlets. Um, I remember a conversation I've had with um, a, a, a friend of mine in college. She transitioned. Um, they're, they're trans. And we often talk about like our, our shared experiences um, when we were younger and how they've never really had a good like male or, or, or they never had like a good uh, male role model or support system or group and that a lot of their emotional well-being and support came from a lot of women and you know from her perspective and from her experience that's it's always been that case and that um you know we, we often talk about men's issues in like a serious way um, that affects our like well general well-being but I, that that st stuck out to me so much because I, I you know I didn't have a good relationship with my father that, that's the horn I toot every every time and you know one thing that I realized when I look back is that I've been kind of trying to find that throughout my whole life which is always met with disappointment right and yeah like so Poopa doesn't have a good friendship group he doesn't have a, a good relationship with his father Yuichi is like the only relationship that he's really got and even that's so half-assed it's, it's hard to call it one um because yuichi's only taking care of pun pun and his mom because of you know he gets his own needs and he gives him an excuse to leave his parents house um I, i'm sorry i lost my train i don't know where i was going with this it's all right i just know that pun 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 has a lot of trauma 
Right. Yeah. I 100% am with you about the lacking of a positive male role model. Um, mm-hmm. That has been a huge sore spot in my life. And I still find myself trying to find that connection somewhere. And just like you, every time I met with disappointment, um, you know, I than I would have. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, of course, you know, our, our, our parents, whoever they may be, typically mothers, our mothers, let's face our mothers work very hard to try to get us what we need, but that also puts a great amount of stress on them. So, you know, we can't always predict what they're going to do or say. And it's, it's tough for parents, but that also makes it really hard for the children. And I mean, Pum Pum's an only child. You're the oldest in your family and I'm the youngest in mine. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the experience is, well, some of the experiences are the same on certain accounts. And yeah. they these experiences have shaped to different degrees our perception of the world, of romantic relationships, sex, and wellness in general. Because, I mean, I... I, I will be perfectly honest with you. Uh, there are several days where I am just not okay. And I am just trying to cope with that. I'm trying to cope with things that have happened to me, emotional and verbal abuse from several people, um, being assaulted. That is something that has stuck with me for a long time. And I mean, Poon Poon and I went two completely different ways about that, I will say, because rather than that advancing me towards sexual relationships, it's actually deterred me from it. So, you know, I make jokes like, haha, baby is single. The baby is going to stay single because I. I don't know how to process these things still. And it's led to me having a horrible perception about certain relationships and people, not just in the past and present, but also in the future. Because the closest that I ever came to having a romantic relationship, well, it's happened a few times, but I always duck out in the end. Because I, I can't take that pressure and I can't risk mm-hmm. being hurt on any level again. But I just really, um, it, it makes me feel gross and ugly, honestly. Because I'm like, I, I don't know what to do with this. But like, one, I remember one particular time I was just so sick of it and i there's this particular scene when poon poon is an adult and him and aiko meet up again and he says basically he wants to ruin her life and i was like do i feel that way 
And for what reason? Because Aiko was never anything but nice to Poon Poon. I mean, she had her own set of kind of unrealistic expectations of him. And I don't know if that is what forced his perspective to shift about her. But I, well, as soon as I found myself thinking that, I, I became a recluse. I did not want anything to do with anyone because I was so afraid of why I was having that thought after, you know, several months of back and forth and like, you know, do this, do that. And like, I, I, I don't, I don't trust people. I don't trust people very easily. And that is part of the reason why, partially because I'm afraid to let people in, but despite, you know, therapy, which is great. I still don't fully know how I'm going to react to certain things. And reading Oyasumi Pum Pum just made me even more cognizant of that fact. This is a very personal manga for me because I th- this does not just make me afraid of other people. This makes me afraid of myself. And I talked to somebody who's read the manga and who I have a very good relationship with. Um, I see her as an older sister and she's like, she's from Texas. So she's like, no, you're good. Uh, you're, you're a good guy. You just, you, you know, you get, get, get yourself some therapy, hun. Dang. I guess the support, even the support is bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. We don't even have a Whataburger in North Carolina. Did you know that? But they have them in Texas. That'd be amazing. I think so, I mean, too. I don't, I don't live in North Carolina. I live in the Antarctic. I know you do. I'm talking about me. Also, I thought you lived in Australia. So are you telling me I woke up early for nothing? Maybe. Oh, man. I'm going back to bed. All right, the episode's mm-hmm. over. You know what's shocking? What? what we do have in the Antarctic? We have a Waffle House here. It truly is Southern cooking. Waffle House is like unironically Southern comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe in like in a just culturally, not 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 like food culture way. No, no, no. It's just like just like everyone's just angry, and I've had the weirdest experiences in. Waffle House. Same. Yeah, that's a Waffle House is another reason why I I have intimacy issues, which is an entire other story in itself. That, that, I I don't know how to respond. I didn't think you would. That's why I said it. Yeah, so I I, I can't. One of the, one of the mentions, I, sorry, I interrupted that. No, you're fine. Just can't can't. Can't eat Waffle House. Can't play with dogs. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like random dogs. I like dogs. I think in like a general sense, and I, 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 I have owned a dog, and I wouldn't be against having a dog. But like for strangers, dogs, I, I, I usually can't do much about it. Just they freak me out. Yeah, over over the course of a year of horrible friendships and failed potential romantic relationships, I became. 
very bitter. I have I have very horrible resentment toward Waffle House and dogs. And that's another thing about <laughs> once I didn't realize any of this until I read Poon Poon. I was just like, yeah, I don't like Waffle House. Or like, I don't like dogs. I don't like this, that. And it turns out it's because of what was inflicted onto me, which I'm not trying to make myself sound like a victim. It's just these things happen to me. And this is how my brain and my like heart, and my body, that's how they have responded to them. So I, I have to give this book credit for opening my eyes and helping me ask the right questions toward how to get better in, in therapy. You know, mm -hmm. because you read this a year ago. I just read this a little while ago. Yeah. So it's this has been a huge eye opener for me. And like we were saying, oh, this is a very personal book for me on a level that I was not expecting. Honestly, I I just sit and I'm uncomfortable with myself. I'm uncomfortable with some of the relationships that I've cultivated with others. And it just makes me value the people who I have even more to the point where I'm like, is are my attachments like Poon Poon's as well to the point like like am I like holding on to like you or Ryan or like Maddie because you showed me that glimpse of kindness and I just can't let that go. And I mean you haven't proven otherwise, you know, you haven't been like evil or anything. Like but like, a lot of these are like a miasma of like personal thoughts and experiences. And what really causes a difference is how you act on them. Mm -hmm. So you haven't given me any kind of reason to like be concerned. Like, cause, cause we, we talk and stuff and, and we, we, we create like a space to talk about our, our, our worries and things we've gone through and stuff. And, and that, that's what I was saying earlier. A lot of people don't have that outlet, right? let alone know, even know how to talk about it. Right. So the fact that you and I can have these conversations, I think, uh, like after reading this and thinking back on it, it's a miracle within itself. <laughs> I feel like so many people are set up to fail and cause so much pain to others. And I have to wonder the line that I'm not, I'm not sure if this, I mean, it's never explicitly stated, but if there's a line between imagination and mental illness in, in Poon Poon's mind with the visualization of God, He's that even, hmm? right? He's not the only one. No, his entire family. But like he doesn't he doesn't start thinking about God until his uncle until Yuichi tells him about it. And then it just becomes a figure that does not leave him alone. And it goes from, you know, things are all right to you're still trying to get in contact with me. It's like I'm I am now an antagonistic figure in your life. As he gets older, God just like destroys Poon Poon at any chance that he That's gets interesting I, I i i struggled with a lot of the more <clears throat> i struggled with a lot of more of uh spiritual or like uh 
like these expressions of like divine intervention and force um at first i was and there there's a little bit of confusion and intent to have this painted that way but i think at some point i started seeing his image of god just being like a reflection of himself of like what he was like it was just a way for him to talk to himself right and, and to to escalate issues even further because there's a part where he's like where the god's telling him to kill someone or like he wakes up one morning and like the god says you're like a piece of shit you know you're like living like a lie or whatever in like this like sweet moment he lives after he like uh, he starts living with um Sachi or like having that on and off again relationship and that's what i mean when i say that there's a line that i'm that kind of becomes blurred between imagination and mental illness because i feel like at one point it it, it is imaginary you know because it like this is just something that like you know like this helps me sleep at night you know this is this will help all my problems go away and then it's like it plagues him it will not leave him alone outside of the bounds of having an active imagination i feel like you know there are you know that there are certain conditions where there are people who are just in your head who can pop up randomly in there taunting you screaming at you just telling you the worst possible things i mean literally it can be a reflection of you talking to yourself but it could also be like like there are times where there are people who see and hear things like someone just consistently yelling at them and they're the only ones who can see and hear it and i'm just wondering as he gets older and as the trauma builds and whatever is present in his family's mental health history eventually evolves into him where that line becomes blurred when things evolve if that makes sense yeah i mean you, you think about the good good vibrations cult and mm -hmm. their whole story arc which I, I probably should have refreshed on i didn't understand it i wasn't even going to talk about it because i didn't understand it apparently asano as you know this is the author's word i, I think you know there, there's arguments to be made probably not one i want to make because i it's just a lot um again i'm not really sure what it means much either but he says that they're what they did did save the world like just outright um but yeah you so we're talking about poon poon his the way he sees god um seki which is like another friend of his from their young age is another character that sees his version of god it's it's, it's the poop god it's just like a little floating poop cartoony and i sometimes i feel dumb just reading stuff because like it feels like there's obvious parallels and, and and observations being made but i don't know what to make of it like because with poon 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 um is a cartoonishly drawn character for the readers to latch onto and project themselves onto but also for all the other characters and friends and people in his life to project to them on as well Seki is drawn more realistically. There's more detail to his face as like from a young age to like when he grows up. Mm -hmm. But his 
god is like the inverse him and his god is the inverse of Punpun his god or seki's uh, realistic his god is cartoonish and i don't know if there's anything to that too um wait i thought no i don't think seki had a god i think you're thinking of shimu shimizu shimizu I, okay it might be shimizu those are... they're drawn like regular people seki is very yeah. um See the, he's the very side. angry about okay, yeah. how about how his, his life is going but like shimizu is just like yes i i have the poop god uh, okay. that's his friend though that he hangs out with yeah the one who follows his every lead yeah okay yeah that, that's what i was talking about but um there's one thing that really and i don't know why this made me feel the way it did you know the entire time his, his relationship with sachi as he entered adulthood we still get bird poon poon because uh we kind of explained this but we didn't throughout the entire series poon poon is never drawn as a human he's always drawn as this bird or as some sort of figure but I mean, we never we never see his real face, even if he like has the body of a man, which that does happen at certain points, which reflects yeah. his okay. emotional state. We never see his face. I think the closest we get is after all, like after the climax of the story, and he's has like head wraps or like bandage wraps on his face. I may be thinking of a different character. No, I think you're right. No, never mind. No, I don't, I don't think we. I mean, yeah, we never see his face, but no, we never see his face. But he, I think I think I'm thinking of a character um, when his mom's admitted to the hospital. She strikes up like a relationship with like a younger guy, um, because she talks talking to him, and then he lets him. The guy lets her know he he's not intimate or anything. He's just hanging out in the waiting room. Um, he was in a motorcycle wreck with his girlfriend and his girlfriend like took a lot uh, very very shape for her she got hurt real bad and ends up being the person admitted next to her in the same room to Poon's mother that's the girlfriend and she has the head wraps on her face okay oh then i'm thinking about the wraps that he had on his eye when his eye got stabbed out yeah yeah okay i, I just don't remember but what i was talking about his relationship with Sachi, it was. Does it make you feel weird? Hmm? Does it make you feel weird? It doesn't make me feel weird. And this is another issue that I feel like maybe it's just me that I have. I thought that was one of the better relationships that he had. <laughs> I, I think at the end of it, yeah, it, it's pretty good. But, um,. I mean, like they're they're using the heck out of each other the whole time. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, it gets to the point, especially when she finds out that she's having her ex's baby, and Poon Poon's like, "I'll I'll help raise it." But then Sachi's no, like, "Huh?" Do the abortion clinic with me. Yeah, but then she ends up having it. Yeah, because he didn't show up. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm, again, just be, uh, listen to discretion. I haven't gone and come through the entire story again. But I think it's this stood out to me because 
So whenever Aiko and Poonpoon were little, they made a promise to where they would escape the city together because Aiko, as later revealed, has a fucking atrocious family. Um, they're part of that good vibrations cult early on, and she just wants out of it. Poonpoon mm-hmm. um, promised to run away with her, but on the day he's supposed to, and he's grappling with whether or not he should, but the day that's supposed to happen, his mother gets admitted to the hospital. Yuichi's like, come on, let's go. And he goes to the hospital with Yuichi, but on a drive there, he's thinking about like, oh, well, maybe she'll understand or like, you know, oh, I guess I won't be able to run away with her. And as they're driving, they pass through a corner and Aiko's there waiting for him. Right. And he sees that and that fucks him up. Yeah, especially because I think, I think that moments later uh imitated in that moment too where Sachi's waiting for him at the abortion clinic he passes by i don't know if he notices that's how i remember it i think it's more dramatic and devastating that way so well he he also had that promise that they made in that promise that they made oh yeah they're like if you don't show up i'm gonna kill you and poonpoon's like yes i you can kill me yeah um but the the thing with Sachi that i thought was so interesting is that they they they're using each other the whole time and i think poom poom calls her out for it um mm-hmm. which was a surprising move on his part because i'm like i did not think that you would call anyone out for anything ever but at the end at the very end it seems like he's taken on the responsibility of helping her raise the child and they 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 make it clear that they're not in a romantic relationship but that they have this this partnership so it's like i'll look out for you two and you look after me yeah it's very ambiguous and i I like that a lot i i honestly do think they're in a better relationship and maybe that's just me projecting further onto this canvas um, of a character but um you know because she does call him daddy i think because the little girl does Near the end. Or maybe he comments like uh, she started calling me dad or whatever. Um, but yeah, terrible, wonderful relationship him and Sachi have. Yeah. Um, that, that whole moment where like Poom uh, Poom leaves with Aiko at the end after after killing the mom. Um, not his mom, but Aiko's mom. Um, when, when he's like traveling about and Sachi doesn't know where he's at. She's actually doing the work of getting to know him. <laughs> And it's like, oh shit, I don't know anything about him. As she's like slowly uncovering like his location and trying to find it by talking to his friends. Um, she talks to his dad and yeah, like she realizes, oh, she doesn't really know anything about him. But yeah, he, he had a point. She, 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 he, he, did, he did call her out for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like I think they, as time progressed and as things just go south for Poon Poon, things go south for Sachi, they do end up caring for one another, even though they're like, we can't be in a in an actual relationship. They they are a family, a makeshift yeah. family, and I thought. That's probably the best thing for Poon Poon because the last panel that you see of him after he's talking to the childhood friend of his that moved away early on, 
they come back together as adults. He just randomly bumps into him. And dude is like, I don't even remember his name, but then Poon Poon. He doesn't remember Poon Poon, but I don't know if we got Poon Poon's response or like a similar. Well, what Poon Poon did in the last panel that we saw him in, he's walking with Sachi and the baby, but then he turns around and he waves at the guy with a tear in his eye. And maybe this is just me projecting, but I thought that was the biggest sense of everything is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. It's like, we've got our sweet boy back. Or at the very least, he's doing the work uh, to change because in that same epilogue, uh, it starts off with like a dream sequence of Ico. And you can tell, or at least this is how I read it, that he's finally starting to like, he's finally in the place where he can like work through a lot of these experiences and trauma because he's talking to her in a way that like one would reflecting back on things and he's slowly starting to let go of her of, of all that pain or at least trying to move on from it the best he can mm-hmm. and and then that, that's ex- exemplified by his conversation with a childhood friend he was able to you know a lot of these things stick with him or have stuck with him right um what I, what i find interesting about the childhood friend doesn't remember his name is the fact that I, I, I'm saying on some level this is what Poon Poon kind of ended up with had things gone a little better. Like I think that's why we get that perspective shift because it replicates and repeats a lot of those um, early scenes from the first few volumes when he's a kid. And what you get is Poon Poon bringing up something that he's held on to for a little too long time and finally releasing it, just speaking it into the world and saying like, yeah, that, that made me really sad when you left. Uh, I cried for a bit. Um, yeah. Also, there's like another moment I forgot to mention where like Poon Poon had another childhood friend that died in like a wreck or something. Like they were walking, he got hit by a car and um, Poon Poon was lost for a bit and they found him afterwards. And that's just, and this isn't like an issue with the writing or anything, but like it's just one of the myriad of things that has happened to this this guy, and this just never gets spoken about. <laughs> Even his father's when Sachi's meeting his father for the first time when he's trying to find Poon Poon, she's like, uh, or he he tells her the story, and he's like, yeah, I'm not really sure what's wrong with him, or like I'm not really, I never really had a much of a relationship with Poon Poon and there was this one time where he got lost and we couldn't find him and then she tells him about the friend so yeah Poon Poon's been through the ringer <laughs> yeah for sure wow this um, just talking about this and kind of getting to air things out has been a bit cathartic for me yeah, yeah, I I think uh recommend this manga to someone you can talk to about it afterwards. Don't just like <laughs> recommend this and not give them an outlet. I, I think that's what makes this such a special manga is the fact that it, it brings up these conversations. Yeah, because I remember finishing this at at work. I was on the floor. Like on the retail floor, not like sitting on the floor. 
Um, so standing out there and I'm reading it on the company iPad and I just start, I just start bawling on the floor and my boss who is super nice. She's like, she's like, I I told you not to read manga, like watch anime on the floor. And I was like, I was like, but, but it's poon poon. And she's like, what happened? And I told her and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. I have a very nice manager. What the hell? I'm so upset that she 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 got her her own store now. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. So, like, if I, if I was reading or watching or doing anything that wasn't quote unquote productive in front of my manager, she'd be like, "What's going on? We got quotas to fill. Let's hustle." I mean, there wasn't really anyone in the shop, so. That's true. We are pretty busy. Yeah, your 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 shop is busy. Mine, it varies day by day. But yes, this was a hard read. But to be perfectly honest, it was one that I really needed, and. Mm-hmm. I think that is the best thing that I can say about any book. What would you? Is it, you don't. We don't have to do this seriously. But where does this rank on like uh, your all timers? In terms of enjoyability, I can't. <laughs> I don't find this. I don't find this enjoyable at all. Oh God, no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But in terms of. In terms of something that's actually helped me grow emotionally and realize things about myself, which is why I love anime and manga so much, this is at the top of the list in terms of self-revelation and guidance toward getting help Mm -hmm. and actually helping me realize that I think I want more healthy relationships instead of just being alone forever good takeaways good takeaways yeah and just like my my mental issues take care of them you know like take better care of myself that's that's why i would recommend poon poon because again seeing all these things that he's gone through and how badly that they've mirrored things that i've gone through both as a child and as an adult that will stick with me forever at least now I know what to tackle, how to tackle it, and that I'm not going to be okay for a long time, but at least I can try. And progress will be slow and steady, but I think progress will happen. Good, 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 good. What about you? Seven out of ten. No, I'm kidding. Um, this is one of my favorites. Uh, there's a reason I bench through it. I think the best art is complicated and makes you feel complicated too. And if you have a taste for something like this, something this bleak, this dramatic, um, yeah, I, I completely recommend it. This is we're we're giving a full spoiler. The people listening to here are the people that have read it mostly. Yeah. So just making it sound like I'm recommending it. If you have a friend who you think would like it and they're in a good place to do so i would i would recommend it i would i would i would, I would push for it does anyone really like poon poon or do they just appreciate it 
What do you mean? Like, can you say that you liked this book, or can you just say that you appreciated what it did for you? Both. I see. Okay. I think it's a masterwork in manga. Oh, absolutely. This is one of the, like, one of the best manga ever written. Yeah, I think that, I'm not not trying to suggest anything. I I think that comment you made is kind of a misunderstanding for, like, sorry. I I think the way that I interact with art is often, like, uh, what is this doing to me? Mm -hmm. And that's how I appraise things. Give it its worth. It's, like, this is a very challenging book. Uh, it brings about very challenging conversations. I can't say that about a lot of stuff. Right. So, yeah, it, it stands out a lot to me. Yes, I agree. Yeah, this, um, this like, makes me think, all right, I'm starting out at Waffle House, but I think I can go to IHOP one day. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Dude, I had IHOP like uh, three weeks ago. They had like these. Uh, God, what's it, I forget the word for it. It's uh, English muffin egg topped over. Uh, shit. Anyway, it was it was great. Um, I can't remember what it's called. But it's, Benedict. It, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It was that. Hmm. Um. It was so good. It's it's still stuck with me. I don't even like IHOP. <clears throat> I could have used a different restaurant, but that's that's pretty good to me. Um, in terms of service and like yeah. cleanliness, yeah, I think the only time I ever go is when I have family visiting. You know, gotcha. You know, IHOP's one is open in Antarctica, so right. Take it to me. With all that being said, do you have any last thoughts or any last things you want to say? About Oyasumi Poon Poon. Um, no, I like the old guy. We never, I know we didn't talk to him, but I think that was one of the few. Oh, are you talking about the landlord? Yeah. I almost mentioned him, but then I was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to. He gets fucking when he's a victim of the of that fake robbery. Yeah. Where he's accused of robbing. He gets paralyzed after it. Fucking broke my heart a bit. Yeah, he was cool. He's one of the few good influences. But yeah. So all I have to say is treat people the way you want to be treated and don't be afraid to get help. Yes. (laughs) That's those are the two biggest takeaways that I got from this book also uh, read Oyasumi Poon Poon if you have it in you but if you don't that is okay yeah. also to every anime studio to ever exist never make this into an anime I'd struggle to know if we could I, I don't think it should be adapted into an anime you ever watched The Amazing World of Gumball yes I know that sounds weird, but um, I mean, well, okay, they could do it. Don't get me wrong, but it just shouldn't be done. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't never say never, but yeah, like I'm trying to think how that would work because the, the on the panels, they they take they like took photos of actual real life locations and like put filters over them. That's why they look so well rendered. 
and I'm thinking like what what kind of animation studio or like what's something equivalent to this and I just thought of Amazing World of Gumball. No, that would actually that they they would be the best equipped to handle it. <laughs> I'm upset now. I've left this episode on an upset note. That's what it's like reading pun pun. This is true. This is what it's like to read pun pun. And with that being said, thank you all for listening. If you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at Anime Alpha Goat. You can email me recommendations at ouranimehome at gmail.com. And if you want to support what I'm doing, then please consider donating to the Patreon. And also, if you're down, please consider joining our Discord server. We've got some really nice people in there. We're hoping to get more. And as for Drew, um, he's either in Antarctica or Australia. And they don't do social media in either of those places, obviously, because they're too busy either fighting off the cold or fighting off snakes, tarantulas, and tarantulas that can fly. Wow, what a what a what an interesting coin we made. I mean, hey, got to. Very hot, very cold. But thank you again for listening. And we are out.